Welcome to the WIDA Connect podcast series, where we will explore all the hot topics affecting the equipment dealer industry. From industry news, government affairs, and manufacturer relations, to business best practices, technology, and marketing for equipment dealers, brought to you by the Western Equipment Dealers Association, here to advocate, elevate, and educate. And now, let's connect. Hello, everyone. This is Mike Kramer, Western Equipment Dealers Association. With me today is Association CEO John Schmeiser. Hello, John. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me once again. During this visit, we'll get John's reactions to a recent association survey about the state of workforce development. John, the survey was limited to a select group of dealers, but this group owns and operates nearly 550 dealer locations. Why this group, and was brand a consideration? Yes, brand was a consideration, and when we started this, Mike, what we looked at was instead of sending out a broad-based survey to our membership, you know, through email, we decided to approach this from an invitation-only perspective. So we identified some key dealers from across North America, and we looked for a balance between size and brand. Uh, We also sought the input of dealers that were participating in our performance groups because uh, they've already invested in training to a higher level. And what we found, though, that every dealer, no matter what size or color, from the responses that were in the survey, there were some very consistent statements made about their workforce development challenges. John, take a moment and explain what you were looking for from the survey. Sure. So we know that workforce development, it's not a new topic. Uh, but it's becoming more and more relevant each year to our dealers. So as we look across the landscape of our dealer channels, we see that due to consolidation, growth, retirement, new customer demands, and just the general evolution of the business, having the right people doing the right job is vital to a dealer's success. But I think it goes a lot deeper than that, that where the right person also needs to have the right training to do the job right. Unfortunately, based on the survey, And from a lot of the comments that were provided by dealers, as an industry, we have really largely failed in one or more of those areas for decades. You know, we've got a mindset that if we do what we always have done, we will get some different results. But I think we need to come to the realization that if we do what we have always done, we will get what we always have got. And we have to change the way we approach this topic to change the outcomes in our organizations. The survey revealed that there are strong demands for service managers and store and or general managers. Were you surprised by that finding? Really, not at all. From our conversations that we've had with dealers, you know, in our performance groups or our clients through the Dealer Institute, we've repeatedly heard about this challenge. Industry-wide, over 66% of dealers, so a full two-thirds identified service managers and over 40% indicated the store general manager as an immediate need. So we know that these are critical positions within the business, and they also require a very broad skill set. So the service department has a lot of profit potential, but we have a habit of taking our best technicians and making them service manager. But we believe that today's service managers, they need to be strong, they need to have strong people skills, and they need to build customer relationships They've got to have a strong business sense to put growth strategies in place. 
They need managerial skills and the ability to understand a financial statement so that they can measure performance in the dealership, in the service department. And the same thing with a store manager. In a lot of cases, dealers have promoted one of their best salesmen to a store manager position. But today, a successful store manager has to be strong and has to be a respected leader. He has to be one that clearly understands the operations of each department within the dealership. He needs a strong financial knowledge has a strategic plan in place, and become visionary about growth in the future. And all of these skills don't come easy, Mike, but they can be developed with the proper training. John, when dealers were asked about developing future senior or mid-level managers internally, slightly more than 25% of respondents indicated that they had things covered in this area. But the majority of dealers either said they didn't or just weren't sure. In, in simple terms, dealers sell and service equipment, and that's their primary focus. Here's a two-part question. Do they really have the time to train? And where does the association fit in as a resource? Uh, so regarding training uh, and the time to train, uh, no, um, based on our experience. And when I look at the survey results, dealers just don't have the time to train properly. And perhaps, you know, the keyword properly, because the most commonly accepted practice is to train internally, uh, grooming by another employee within the dealership, you know, learn from this person who's been with us for a longer period of time. And, you know, experience has shown that by taking this route, bad habits and bad practices are also instilled as part of this process. So the new employee may be learning from the wisdom and experience from the person who's mentoring him, but he may also be learning bad practices and bad habits that really don't help the dealership achieve its overall goals. And to your second question, I think this is where WIDA does come in and we can play a role in helping our dealers out. Our association has invested heavily in providing training to dealers and dealerships uh, to assist as they address their workforce challenges, whether you know they're staying the same in terms of number of locations or if they want to grow. We created the Dealer Institute in 2015, and we offer management training in each departmental area of the dealership. We also provide training below that management level, and our parts counter and, and service counter training has been very popular. And uh, you know, through our performance groups, dealers can also take their business to the next level if they want to participate at, le- at that level because you know that process, they really have to bear their soul to peers in the industry about how they're doing things and what their financial performance is truly at, you know, and a big part of performance groups is goal setting, uh, setting objectives done on an annual basis. Their performance is then measured against 80 important industry uh, benchmarks. And we also have a copyright financial reporting system that really gets to the weeds of a dealer's financial performance. And, And what we've tried to do with our dealer institute is make the training comprehensive where it addresses training at a variety of levels, no matter where a dealer is in terms of maturity in the marketplace and no matter what their employee needs are. John, of course, I've seen the survey. You uh, you conducted the survey. You saw it as it was coming in. And, and I just want to remind everybody that the results are available at equipmentdealermagazine.com. The entire survey, charts, graphs, all on there. In the time we have remaining, I'm just kind of curious, what else stood out in the survey that either surprised you or maybe even didn't surprise you? What what, what else stood out there? Well, four things I think I would call as aha moments when we were reading the results of the survey. First of all, recruitment 
and finding the right people is hard. And it's becoming more and more difficult for dealers each year. Dealers are just not approaching this from a strategic point of view, and it appears that they are just filling holes when necessary. No, I think we assume that, Mike, but the survey confirmed that's the common practice when it comes to uh, how our dealers are looking at finding people and, and filling holes within the dealership. The second thing was close to two-thirds of the respondents said that, that they don't have the necessary bench strength to take their dealership to the next level or take their dealership forward, but also that they weren't really taking the necessary steps to fix this. So, again, saw a problem but not really putting in place a plan of action to fix it. The third takeaway that I have was that dealers are assuming that some of their staff want to have more responsibility and want more training, but that's necessarily not the case. Uh, some of our current staff are content in the current role that they have. They are adverse to training. They have no desire to take on more responsibility and managing coworkers. They're content with their life the way it is. And sometimes I think we assume um, that everybody within our dealership wants to be promoted or enhance their career within the dealership. And I think the last eye-opener for me was the critical need of leadership training. Uh, this was identified as the highest uh, skill demand, and it was across all brands. Uh, leadership training is a need that is out there, and uh, we knew it was in demand. We just didn't uh, expect it to be completely off the charts. Um, the responses to that were just completely surprising at how much a need that is for dealerships as they want to move their businesses forward. John, what's surprising about what you just said with regard to leadership training is the survey respondents were the leaders of these dealer groups. That's correct. So we asked CEOs to evaluate their organization while they're answering the questions. And so when you have the CEOs that are looking for the next generation of leadership or even looking internally at the leadership that they do have, the individuals that they have in management positions, they're telling us that leadership training is a key component to their future success, and they just don't have it right now. Could they even be talking about themselves? Perhaps, perhaps. But, you know, we've tried to focus uh, the, the survey on our CEOs telling us what their needs are in the dealership with their current people or what their future needs were going to be. So I, I'm pretty comfortable in saying the vast majority of responses, it's CEOs looking at their internal organizations more so than looking at themselves. Well, certainly some interesting results. And in our next podcast, John will join me for a discussion about key findings in the survey and the pain some dealers are experiencing in building a strong management team. Thank you, John. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. For John Schmeiser, I'm Mike Kramer. Thanks for listening. This has been We to Connect. If you have a question, would like to suggest future topics, or just tell us what you think about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us at westerneda.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We to Connect on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.